So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the Real Estate Marketing Dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. What is going on, everybody? Today, we're going to be talking about digital marketing, specifically in the real estate space. What does it mean? How does it work? Where do you start? How do you define it? Like, is digital marketing really just making a post on Facebook or is it really like running ads on Facebook? What's the difference between running ads and running organic traffic and all of the above? And how much do you need to be doing it? Are you a real estate agent? Are you a mortgage broker? Who the hell are you? Well, regardless of what you are, you guys both have the exact same marketing plan. So this is going to apply to both of you uh, as we speak today. So um, the other day I got introduced to a gentleman. Uh, this guy knows his mortgage shit, uh, but he's a marketer guy at the end of the day. Um, and uh, he has a very large mortgage company. He helps real estate agents, lenders mainly, but um, it's the same concept for you guys as agents and he helps them get digital. And he's going to break down sort of what that means and hopefully simplify some of the process for us today. So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce Mr. Jeff Zimfer. How are you doing, buddy? I'm living the dream. Thank you very much for having me. It's an honor. Thanks for showing up. Why don't you go ahead and uh, tell our listeners a little bit about whom you are, how you roll, what you do, and uh, let's get into it. Yeah, I was trying to give you the quick version of that. Been in real estate since 2003. Started off as a mortgage originator in Southern California, Orange County. <laughs> Shout out. Um, <laughs> and learned a lot. Really fell in love with the industry. And of course, that was back before all this social media, Facebook, YouTube, all that stuff. So, hey, you know, if you can survive with that without that, you're, you're good to go. And of course, came through the meltdown of 2008, and nine, and all that and came out the other side. And here I am. I don't know how many years that is later. Uh, now what I am is a kind of a national sales trainer and coach um, for a variety of different companies. Fractional CMO. How's that? That's the new term I'm using. But um, <laughs> kind of my passion is definitely helping originators and agents navigate the, the minefield of digital marketing. So with that, I have a podcast. It's called Mortgage Marketing Radio. You can check that out. We just uh, passed 200 episodes. And I also wrote a book that might be of interest to some people. It's called Disrupt or Die, How to Survive and Thrive the Digital Real Estate Shift. Find that at Get disruptordie.com. Love there it. Let's go. start. Let's start right with that. Let's define the digital real estate shift from what's happened, where we're at, and where the fuck are we going? It's <laughs> a good question. Where are we going, right? Everybody yeah. wants to kind of predict that. Uh, there's some signposts up ahead, but as you know, things can rapidly change too, sure. uh, especially, uh, you know, post 2020 and beyond. Yeah. So let's start here. Let's start with kind of like, you know, this is where I, I start the book, if you will, and that is the five trends that are driving the digital real estate shift. And this, of course, affects everybody. First and foremost is the rise of the digital culture, right? So the classic example I like to, to talk about is this, and I may be aging myself here, but usually I'll ask anybody who's listening, hey, how many of you can remember going into the bank, right? Or how many of you remember uh, when Amazon sold only books, right? And now mm -hmm. if we fast forward in terms of the rise of the digital culture, how about now, right? How about when's the last time you actually went into a bank? Uh, how many people here are using Venmo? How many people are ordering a, 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 somebody, a stranger to come pick you up at your house and give them your gate code and give in, get in a totally strange, stranger's car? To, you know what I mean? It's just like Uber, Lyft, right? The point is this. We're so comfortable now with technology 
it's integrated into every aspect of our life. So we've come a long, long ways, you know what I mean? From the point of, yeah. I'm not going to like, you know, do online banking, you know, all that. kind. Of, and now we're like, we're sending money over Venmo to people all over the world with that, without questioning it. So the point of that is, is like clearly consumers have evolved when it, from a standpoint of technology. The question is, have you? Yep. And a lot of the, um, <laughs> so are you saying the real estate space has been a little bit late to the adapt um, uh, um, change, would you say? Uh, I would say in some regards, yes. And here's the interesting thing about that though. And this is partly why I wrote the book is because I'm not one of those guys who's like, you know, you gotta be all in on digital or you got, you know, I'm not one of these, it only works this way. Um, I have a saying that is when, when it comes to marketing, I was like, look, everything works. The question is, does it work for everyone? Does it work all the time everywhere? I think that's the context, right? Because for sure. some people X works, for some people it doesn't work, right? So you got to make those adjustments. So I, I, you know, on my podcast, I give myself the, you know, the, the name of the chief truth teller, because I want to cut the bullshit and talk about what really works. Not the guru who's selling this or, hey, like, this is the hot thing to get on. It's like, well, let's pause, take a moment. Like, how about real world? And that's why, like, in particular to real estate and mortgage, um, you know, I've been using this term now called hybrid loan officer, which mm -hmm. is, I believe that the, the real success of a loan officer is those that can, can survive in both channels, if you will, right? The more traditional of relationship, uh, community, you know, all that kind of stuff of referral partners becoming known, hey, even doing the friggin' sponsoring the soccer team, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. All that stuff, but marry that with you know, the hybrid version of that, marry that with the digital, right? So the online and the offline combined together, that's what I'm seeing works best. So it's not like, does cold calling not work? Does, you know, happy hours and events not work? No, it's not that they don't work, right? It's again, what works for you. But what I'm seeing is um, a lot of what we're, 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 you know, quote, doesn't work, does work. Like what I mean by that is this, I interviewed a guy for the book, um, I forget where he's in the country, real estate agent, making cold calls making half a million dollars a year doing cold calls. So yeah. clearly for him, cold calls works. <laughs> you know, I talked to a realtor the other day whose broker is, you know, having her do 800 dials a month, right? And okay, is it working for, well, she's getting deals, she's getting business. And so it's not about like, does that not work? It's really like, is that working for you? And is there perhaps a more efficient way perhaps to work? That's more of the conversation I wanna have. Most, uh, there's no differently with video either. I mean, people are like, what, what video should I be doing? And I'm like, well, that's, we got to find out the right strategy for you. <clears throat> that's going to be different for every individual based upon their personality, right. um, how large their sphere of influence is, who they're trying to attract, but ultimately, yeah, video all works, but it's how you do it. And what you're most, um, in our world, at least what you're most authentic in that really creates the most amount of impact that right. gets remembered and builds that brand. So, um, let's go. What do you think the problem is? What, what do you, is it social? Is it ads? Is it not? And where are we? Like, who's, what do we, what do the mortgage brokers need to do right now that they're not doing? Um, and why is so many mortgage brokers rely on realtors for such a large portion of their business? And why cannot they generate their own? Most of them. I see such a large portion. It's lopsided so many times. I get so many lenders that don't, that just rely on realtors for business. And I'm like, dude, you guys have the same opportunity to build your own brand and attract and give those deals to realtors. Yeah. And getting the yeah. upper hand. Right, right. And, and I agree with that. That's true. Um, here's, here's my take. I mean, I may be a little bit, um, you know, uh, um, contradictory in, in, in yeah. that. Um, 
I, I, I don't see any reason why the loan officer should give up uh, realtors as a pillar of business. Never. But it goes back to my earlier point about being a hybrid, which what you're alluding to is if you could generate your own business, then you're diversifying and you're minimizing your risk. Because yes. you probably, you know, this old cliche that the worst number in marketing is one. Like if you have one source of business and that, that source goes away or gets disrupted, well, then you're, you know, uh, left up shit's Creek, right? Without a paddle. So that's what I'm preaching is, hey, realtors, yes. And of course, a whole other conversation around quality realtors and yep. not being used as a you know doormat and all that. But the point is, don't uh, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Don't say realtors suck. I'm sick of hearing LO say that. It's because you're probably choosing lousy realtors. Um, <laughs> you know, be more selective. Um, you know, what are you willing to tolerate? Uh, have a better relationship, but at the same time, yes, start having a presence online. The digital mayor concept is one that I take hold of wholeheartedly because I've seen it work over and over again for people. Yep. And it's just attention. Like the statistics are the same, regardless of whether they're getting, if you're selling them a mortgage, you're selling them a house. Um, you can't do one without the other. And statistically it's 10 to 15% of population moves and 100% of your Facebook friends, your email list, your social reach, they are know someone they can refer you to this year, guys, whether you're a lender or a realtor, it doesn't matter. Whoever gets first, whoever gets a call first, and the, whoever has an attention that gets first asked the first question that homeowner or borrower has, um, has a greater likelihood of closing the deal. At least in the, I don't know what it is for the mortgage loan guys, but I know in real estate space, it's 78% of people will close with the first agent they meet with. Um, and that's why attention and video and all of that is such a major component of it. Because if uh, you're not marketing your sphere, you're not staying present, I guarantee you someone else is infiltrating that because this is a cutthroat business and we're fighting for our each and everyone's attention on social and digital space. Yeah, as a matter of fact, um, that brings up an interesting thing. I'm going to pull up my LinkedIn right now because I put a poll on there the other day asking a relevant question for people that are listening. And I'm going to give you the, the real-time stats on this puppy right here. Uh, what I was asking was, um, what was your primary source of business? Your number one source of purchase business. This is what I asked mostly loan officers is my community. 44% of respondents said realtors. 25% um, said client database. 20% said social media. Now, here's the interesting thing. Uh, I have seen that number. And again, that's just a small sample size, right? That was a uh, I can't, so not a bunch of people responded to that. So small sample size. But the point is this is, you know, I've been in this for, for, for a while. I've been like coaching LLs for a while. And oftentimes people have presented the question, you know, but how many, how many LLs are actually getting business from Facebook? Yeah, but how, you know, cause it's, you know, how social media is sexy. It's the bright, shiny object. It gets all the attention, right? Now, the traditional fundamentals don't typically get the attention. Um, and here's what I've seen, Mike, over the last probably two years is that more and more people are getting business from social media. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's happening more often than it has over the past two years. And I think that's partly because, you know, A, people are taking it on more, us as professionals and realizing, gosh, I better be there or I'm going to be missing out. And B, they've been at it long enough now for it's starting to finally return some, some ROI for them, you know? Yep. Well, it's, it's a digital billboard. I mean... Yeah, um, the concept's the same. Like the way we generate, the way consumers choose um, their realtor or lender hasn't changed. Um, what they want from them has, and what uh, if you think about how anyone makes any type of purchasing decision, it doesn't matter if I'm selling mortgages, if I'm selling video service, or I'm buying a house or a vacation. Um, I still have the same reservations in mind, and those are always um, who do I feel most comfortable, who do I know, like and trust. Period, um, and that's typically who people make the largest investment with. So. Um, 
Yeah, let me say this too, for those, if anybody, LOs are, are, are listening, it's like, you know, I remember I was doing a webinar once and some LO <laughs> jumped on. It's like, you know, why do I need to be on Facebook? I've been doing this for 15 years and I'm doing well, you know? And, uh, you know, I'm kind of like, well, you know, how about five years from now, do you want to be around? Uh, but, yep. but, but it's a bigger, it's a, it's a different discussion than that. It's, okay, let's assume realtors are going to be your number one source. According to this poll, 44% of people, number one source of purchase business. Question is, what does your online profile look like? Because even if we just take the realtor conversation, those realtors are going to A, look you up, right? What do they find? Let's forget about the fact that everyone else on the planet's going to look you up too, right? Um, the referrals they send you are going to look you up. And what are they going to find? So if that's not reason enough there, right, to have a strong online presence, I don't know what else is. It's exactly what happens. People don't go to your website to look you up and see, look up rates mm -hmm. or look yeah. up houses for sale. They're going to their websites to review you and see if they trust you. I mean, that's what it comes down to. So what we're saying is you got to get in the business of content creation in some way, shape or form, because uh, without yeah. it, you're just a ghost and without a personality, anything personable in business, because I don't think it's the professional thing that gets you hired in at all anymore. I don't think we sell, I think we serve. But what's your opinion um, on that? Because um, I think a lot of that just starts with mindset from the beginning, because most people want to go out. And the reason why I think they, they say things like, oh, does Facebook work is because they don't want to feel like they're selling on Facebook a lot of the yeah, times. Right. And you do when you're like, hey, the rates today are this or just listed, just sold. Everyone wants to shoot you guys. Stop doing that shit, please. No <laughs> one gives a shit. We all know you're in mortgage. Quit telling me and start reminding me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So what, what's up with that? Well, I'll give you a, a very relevant story. So um, uh, I'll, I'll try and make it short, but I'm very upset and pissed off at HOA right now. But um, anyway, <laughs> uh, they started finding me because of my driveway had what they call rust stains on it. Well, really what are, they are hard water stains. And I literally moved into this house uh, a year and a half uh, ago and they started finding me because um, I blew off the first two letters. All right, let's just admit that. But um, all of a sudden I get this, this big, big ass letter that says, Hey, you got $10,000 in fines. Damn. You know what I mean? I don't want to go down the rabbit hole. Clearly now yeah. you understand why I'm upset, but more importantly, here's what this led me to do. It led me to find a solution. So I had a problem needed to fix the stuff on my driveway. Uh, what do I do? I get online. I'm going on Yelp. I'm going on Google. I'm trying to find like driveway repair, driveway blasting, right? All that kind of stuff. Driveway cleaning. I find, I said, bring, bring it down to three possible choices. And of course, I'm looking at the reviews, mm -hmm. credibility, right? Who's got the most reviews? Who's the most accurate, right? All, I'll tell you what, though. Here's the guy that I chose. Speaking about, you know, personal versus business stuff. I chose the guy, the one guy who had an Instagram profile. <laughs> and on his Instagram profile was talking about how much he loved Eddie Van Halen. And I'm like, done, sold. Right, because right. I'm a huge Van Halen fan, guitar guy, and he had other bands on there. And it's just him casual having a beer on a Saturday, whatever. And I'm like, the dude who does driveway blasting, who's who's like raving about Eddie Van Halen. I'm like, that's it, all in. You know why? Because he's real. He's human, right? He's personable. He's not just this, you know, driveway blast. And by the way, Mike, another point. Now that I'm thinking about this, the other guy that was most communicative with me. All he did was pitch price. Like, I do a good job. I'm going to give you low rates. You know what I mean? All this kind of stuff. And I'm like, dude, I don't care about that, right? I, I want to pay a fair amount, but I'm looking to, to have a relationship, you know? Yeah. So look at, there's a real world example that happened two days ago. Well, it, it we instantly as quote unquote, again, it goes back to mindset because it was quote unquote, we instantly as sales people associate 
oh my God, well, I must instantly drop my price. But the consumers don't give a shit about price only in the absence of value. So you have to, what's value for a consumer? Well, when you're in the real estate business, it's trust. I mean, that's the valuable piece is like the only way reason people still use us, at least in real estate is you could get a loan too online. You go lending tree, get a line. I mean, you don't need anyone to buy or sell a house, but they, they use that so that we can confirm those damn decisions. They don't get buyer's remorse and they're not sitting up at night. At, and then they're just making sure that they're handling the whole process um, about it. But that's why when people like look you up online, there's a reason why your about page is the most visited page on your site. Yeah. Most times, you know, and that's because people are like, who the hell is this dude? And, and don't get me wrong, right? You've got to have a quality service and do a good job and, and, and hopefully have some positive comments and reviews because the other guy did too. But once again, what I'm saying is what pushed me over the edge was that personal connection. Now, you know, is that going to be for everybody? No, but I, bet, I guarantee you people listening right now have a similar example. They chose somebody because they found them and they either like dogs or they were friggin' Patriots fans or whatever the case was, right? Something came about where they're like connection. Yep. Yep. That's... Um... Well, you guys can just look at the last like 10 clients and just average them. Yeah, right. They're just like you. Like I used to always drink beer with my friends, with my clients. I'm like, hey, what's up? Hey, dude, I'm just like you, man. Oh, I love you, bro. And I'll say, you know, we're doing shots, getting fucking hammered. <laughs> and like, it's like, well, that's not done on coincidence. Like I say, you attract like people, but you have to become more likable and more attracted well, by just being you. That's the old cl- cliche, right, man? I mean, people do business with the people they know, like, that's a key component, right? You got to like somebody before you trust them. You got to get known before I can like you. So, so back to my driveway guy, he was known because I could find him on How else do you find driveway blasting guys? You know what I mean? Do I like lean over the fence and ask my neighbor? Maybe I'm actually yep. pissed off that he's not getting fined. So I don't really want to talk to him. <laughs> you know, there so, was a, uh, um, we had a junk guy. You're listening, junk guy. I still have your video. I'm waiting to publish on your damn website because if you do, your business is about to blow the fuck up. I know you listen to the show. I'm waiting for you to call me back. You know who you are. Anyways, um, it's probably the best junk video I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. He's a junk guy. He He's a he's a trash hauler. He picks it up. And yeah, there's like five or six different trash haulers that you have competition with. But just like all of them, if you call up a trash hall, you call up everyone, you want to know who the person is that's showing up to your house. And the personable yeah. relationship that creates entertainment or connection is the one that always converts. So I guess what we're saying is that if you want to get on digital, you have to learn to be personable on digital and, and be vulnerable. Like you have to be willing to show who you really are, that suit and that tie. No mm. one cares about that. I want to see what's beyond that. I want to see what the fuck you're doing on Sunday night, Saturday night, Friday night. Tell me what you're doing on the fucking weekends. Show me your family. Right. Yeah. Um, Why don't you want to do that? Why won't people want to do that? What are they worried about? What ultimately is stopping people from doing this? Because to me, it seems I mean, this is what we do. Right. But um, Mm. you have to realize, like, people, if you guys aren't doing this stuff, someone else is. You know, I think it's it's I struggle with that, though, myself, to be honest with you. And I think I see a difference in age demographics. You know, I skew on the older. Let's just just call it 50 plus. and I think those people more in my age range tend to struggle with that more because it seems self-promotional um, as it compared to the millennials or the younger folks, right? It's like, they're, they're all about self-promotional, you know what I mean? In terms of yeah. putting their lives out there, we're not used to putting our lives out there. It's true. Um, so I think that's part of a challenge and a, that we have to personally get through. I know I have, and I still work on it every single week. I'm like, Oh, should I post this thing? Who gives a damn about the, the damn puppies, you know? So give me, let me ask you this question then. Um, and I, I 
tend to believe, I'd like to get your opinion on it, but I tend to believe that, you know, a lot of times it's very hard to build into a business, especially in real estate and mortgage. It takes years to build your brand and build a presence and all of that um, type of stuff. But because of this shift, I think that that timeframe can be absolutely accelerated very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, the reason why I, I say that is because all of the, the average age, at least in the real estate community is about 56 and a half years um, old, which means a lot of those are retirement. And yeah, and a lot of them are dinosaurs. Like there's no nice way to say this. And I'm not saying dinosaurs in the bad way of things, but I'm saying dino dinosaurs in the way you market your business. Because these young bucks that are coming up and getting licensed right now are about to eat your damn lunch because they will create enough content online to outshine you online. And they will slowly start building the brand and taking from the older populations. I believe it's going to be the same in, in mortgage and real estate. Uh, what's your take on that? And what are your thoughts? Yeah, I already see that happening. As a matter of fact, I see these quote younger bucks coming in. Like I've interviewed some people that, you know, are three years in the business and they're just crushing it because they went all in on Instagram, for example, or some other place. And they, 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 you know, accelerated the traditional network, networking that would have normally happened face-to-face -face, in person, whatever. And now they've accelerated that on steroids because you can do networking at scale, you know? So that is first and foremost, that, um, the other thing I would say is this is, you're never too old. A quick story. So I was in uh, Ogden, Utah, of all places, once giving a class to a bunch of real estate agents. And um, we shared a principle up there that was post five things you may not know about me. Five things you may not know about me. Post it on your Facebook page. This is going back four years ago. And there was this lovely elderly woman, literally in her 70s. And she had been doing business since the dawn of man, right? And um, she leaves that class and she goes home and she posts that thing. Five things you may not know about me, which was you know, she's comes from a military family. She's a big fan of the Utah jazz. Her, she collects rocks and she's like, my kids will never move me again. It was like these five things, you know what I mean? It was a bit of humor to it too. She contacted us later and said she had never got more engagement than any other post ever on her entire life, except for that one thing, five things you may not know about me. And she's in her seventies. So if she can do it. <laughs> That's the advantage too. the older population has equally as much of an advantage to generate the same attention because there's such a rarity of how many of them are actually doing it. Right. So like if you're out there right now and you're like 60, 70 years old, I mean, for me, that makes great video because no one expects you to be doing it at the same time. Right. right. So you could go out and create all kinds of content. It doesn't even matter what you're doing. The fact that you're doing it um, at an age where someone would say, oh, that's Oh, there's, there's that seven year old realtor on video. There's that 80 year old mortgage guy on video or 60 year old yeah. or 50 year old. That's what people will say. Great. Well, that's what they say about me. There's that dude that does video. Well, the dude is the brand because that's done on purpose because that's a lot more memorable than Mike Cuevas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is marketing you guys, but you have to identify what the hell you stand for first. And then don't be scared to scream it from the rooftops because if you believe you're the best person for your job, it's your obligation to tell the world about it. And the other point I like to make to both agents and loan officers alike is, you know, heads up, wake up. You're in a business that requires you to be known. You know, you've got to become known. You know, the old joke about, are you a secret agent? Yeah. It's like, how many people know, know that you exist in your local community? And now the way you become known is this digital mayor concept, which is, you know, how many people know who you are and how do you how do you become the digital mayor what do we mean by that does anybody need do we need to unpack that for anybody digital mayor yeah uh, they they got most of the peeps here got, got it. it i think all right. all right but um yeah just be everywhere all the time 
Yeah, well, in the case of real estate agents, like you said, uh, we don't necessarily want to see just listed, just sold. We don't want to see interest rates, um, especially for many of your listeners. They're probably in areas that people are moving into, perhaps. And so on YouTube, for example, or other types of videos, we're seeing trend really well, which are, is content around, you know, um, moving to or living in or 10 yeah. great things about living in 10 crappy things about living in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything about moving to Austin, freaking Idaho, whatever. All right. that kind of stuff. I mean, it's exactly what happens. The YouTube type, you know, those are direct relocation buyers popping in there. And uh, yeah, like we got some <laughs> clients that are selling seven homes a month organically off of YouTube. And it's just oh, because yeah. um, there's hey. certain types of content that you create for hey, certain types up. of reasons. But I was uh, on a call earlier with a loan officer today. She literally has only been doing her YouTube channel. I don't know. It's less than six months. Yep. Um, one video she got, which is about moving to Escondido. 27 Perfect. views. Yeah. 27 views. She got six calls. Great point. It's uh, it's not about um, the views is the ego feeder. Uh -huh, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, but, you know, when you start creating that hyper local and you're, you're messing around on sites like YouTube, it's not about the views. It's about the results at the end of the day. Don't get me wrong. Like everyone loves to get views. But if I own, I'd rather own the search, I don't really care about the views because I'm running a business. The views floats my real estate ego. All right. But my what floats my damn bank account are the fucking is the rank. All right. That's what matters is the search at the end of the day. So you have to create content that people search for. Right. Um, yeah. If that's your uh, um, that's the goal of the strategy. But you're right. It's funny because everyone who converts off of YouTube, they don't convert because of the content that they create. They convert because of how they're creating it and they resonate with them. So when these people come in town and they fly in and they're like, oh, man, they feel like you're a celebrity because you're on video and no one understands why that concept is. But it's because one, you have the cojones to put yourself on video and people feel like they already know you. And that gives you instant brand credibility right over them. And you will control the relationship going forward. Dude, you know what's funny? You say that because they asked you, they're like, hey, is there any chance we could possibly take you to dinner or something yeah. like that? <laughs> you know? 100%. This, is, this is a loan officer, people. Yeah. And clients are like, can we take you to dinner? Right. <laughs> that's brand. That's what happens exactly. when you have brand. Your brand. That's what people don't get. Your personal brand is the most is the biggest asset we have. We all sell the same stuff. But it's how we sell it that gets people to choose it differently. And what that is just emotional connections, you guys. So speaking, um, speaking of that, I got a, qu a great quote. Uh, we all sell the same stuff. This is from Mark Davison, chief creative officer at Thousand Watt Consulting. Brilliant guy. Anyway, here's what he says. A little windy, but let me get to it. In the absence of branding, all you're left with is marketing the same things your competitors have. When you do that, you'll always be perceived as just like them. When you successfully create a brand, you'll stand out you'll lead you'll develop fans you'll create clarity for your customers and help them understand and feel great about their place in the world 100%. that's why you create a brand advertising Boom, generates interest guys your brand is what converts it um yeah. so 100 uh, awesome awesome show dude why don't you go Thank ahead you. and uh, uh you got this book you guys should download this thing or get it or get on amazon where's it at why don't you tell them how they can reach you connect with you on social and add in any final closing thoughts you want to uh go ahead and throw in here yeah, the final closing thought, then I'll tell you once again, if you want to get the book, um, and you can get it for free. So hang in for that. Um, look, I would just say, I don't know where everybody is that's listening to right, right now. And, and I know this whole thing about branding and video and content, it's a journey. And I know it's not always easy. And I know we have to go some, oftentimes it's us who has to go through the personal growth to get to that place, to be comfortable putting ourselves out there, finding our voice, comfortable in our own shoes. It's, it's outside of our comfort zone for, for a lot of people. Um, so 
the message is that's okay. It's okay to be uncomfortable. Just don't quit. Stay consistent. You'll get better. I was first on YouTube in I think 2006. Like my video sucked, right? Um, everybody starts out at the same level and just stick with it. Get with a guy like Mike who can help you make videos and look great and speed up you know, your success with that. So just hang in there. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm fighting for you. I'm rooting for you over here. All right. Enough said about that. Uh, if you do want to go deeper on like surviving and thriving the digital real estate shift, go over to getdisruptordie.com. You can get the book for free, just pay for shipping. And what you get with that actually is another, a free companion course where I've interviewed a bunch of other people that are, you know, subject matter experts on Facebook or whatever else the case is. Um, and, and that comes with the book and other good stuff in there. So check that book out. And if you're a lender, and you're not yet listening to my podcast, where have you been? Uh, go to mortgagemarketingradio.com and check it out. I appreciate being here, Mike. Thanks for having, or thanks for showing up, man, and joining and sharing all that. It was fun. Um, folks, thanks for listening to another episode, Real Estate Marketing Dude. Appreciate you guys' uh, comments and reviews on iTunes and all the fun places that this show is at. Go ahead and keep them coming and keep them, um, don't stop writing. Also share the show with your friends, your family, and on social media so you can help um, build our brands. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but folks, if you need any help with um, your video content, you know where to find us. Uh, we script, edit, and distribute your video content for you. And not only that, we'll pull out the strategy we're talking about today and show you exactly how to do that. Um, you know, everyone has a brand. The question is, is uh, which one is it for you? And yes, you have a video marketing strategy. Everyone does. And it's all related around your personal brand. But that's why you call Real Estate Marketing Dude, because we figure all that shit out for you so you don't have to. Better yet, you won't be able to. So visit us at realestatemarketingdude.com, realestatemarketingdude.com. We appreciate you guys. Have a good one. Jeff is awesome. And uh, we'll talk to you guys later. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.